Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Drive Home Podcast with Timothy, or what's it called? The Drive Home with Timothy Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. I'm here by myself again. Uh, so you notice we don't have any music. We're kind of a bare-bones show today because our our faithful producer, Timothy, uh, is still under the influence of the COVID-19 virus. We wish him all the best. I have no idea how his recovery is going. We've had a lot of questions from people about um, how things are going and if he's on a respirator, if he's in intensive care, if he's resting at home. Honestly, I have no idea. Um, he's handling this virus the way he handles everything, which is he's completely fallen apart. Um, he's treating the virus with the same rigor that he has treated this podcast with for however many episodes we've been doing it for. So, um, he was pretty, he was fine one day. The next day he sounded terrible. He said he was feeling really bad. I texted with him a few times. He said that, um, he was sick, but he was surviving. And then he just kind of went off the grid. I don't know if he's in the hospital. I don't know where he is. Um, but I love him like a brother. I hope that he gets better soon. Uh, we appreciate the outpouring of support from many of you. And also, we appreciate many of you who have stepped in to try to take his place as producer of the show um, temporarily or permanently if, you know, something terrible happens. So I'll keep you posted. I've received quite a few resumes, um, and I've got it narrowed down to, to two or three that we might have a guest producer uh, here and there until Timothy is hopefully back up on his feet. But in the meantime, we don't have any music. We don't have any sponsorships, which is probably appropriate because I feel like maybe we're just profiting from a terrible situation. Well, we're not making money off the pandemic. I don't know. Maybe people are locked in their houses and just turn into, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, but um, we're still in a weird place with this virus. I really don't even know what to make of it. On the one hand, you guys may remember the first time I did a podcast on this, everybody hated it and thought that I was killing people's grandmas because I was acting like it's no big deal. The latest numbers show that the death rate of this virus is 0.66. I think I predicted 0.85, so it's even below what I told you it was going to be. Meanwhile, the World World Health Organization was saying it was like 3.4 or 3.6 or something like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're overreacting to something. Maybe we're all just trying to get some time off work. It has been nice to just be less busy. <laughs> um, although, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I have a solution to the virus. It's part of what I wanted to talk to you about today. I have a solution to the virus that's tied up in pandas. So I've talked before about pandas and our efforts to conserve pandas. So I don't know if you know this. Pandas, it costs us a half of a billion dollars, $500 million a year to take care of pandas. I don't know if you know this, but the Chinese people own all the pandas. Did you know that? I don't, I don't understand how that happened, but every zoo that you've ever been to that has a panda, here are the rules for pandas. I looked this up. It's absolutely true. You call China and you're like, hey, China, I want a panda. And they're like, okay, cool. We'll send you two. And you're like, no, no, no. I just want one. And they're like, you're getting two. Here come your pandas next day shipping. So the pandas show up you pay China a million dollars per panda per year. All right, so right off the bat, you're out $2 million per year for those pandas. 
if those pandas, by some terrible, horrible miracle, have a baby panda, you write another check for $400,000, and you keep the panda for two years, and then you send it back to China so that they can send it somewhere else and make a million dollars a year from that panda. All right? Starting to, that like, does it make you wonder why anybody has pandas? What are, are zoos making $2 million a year off their pandas? And if so, what does that say about us as people, that we're going to pay $2 million a year to go see a panda? I mean, look at a panda and tell me that that's on purpose, right? A panda looks like if you go into a kindergarten class that is, let's say it's a kindergarten class at a school for people with a lazing eye and a learning disability, and you put a piece of paper in front of them and you're like, kids, draw an animal. doesn't matter. You say draw a horse, draw a giraffe, draw a bear, draw a fish, doesn't matter. They're going to draw the same thing. You know what it is? It looks like a panda. It's a bunch of circles. You only gave them 30 seconds, so they're not even going to finish it. They're going to start coloring, or they're going to run out of black, or they're going to run out of time to color black. So it's half black, half white. What you end up with looks like a mix between a half black bear and a half a marshmallow. It shouldn't even be a thing. And we're going to go, we're going to, go to the zoo and just look at these things. What? do nothing they don't do anything you go see a tiger maybe you get lucky and the tiger's like up walking back and forth it looks like it's trying to figure out how to get through the glass and rip your throat out or something a panda lays on its back it eats bamboo it eats 40 pounds of bamboo a day do you have any idea how much that costs i don't but on top of two million dollars a year you got to pay for enough you got to pay for 40 times 365 pounds of bamboo for that lazy panda to just lay around and eat. It does absolutely nothing for you. It doesn't do tricks. Um, and here's the biggest problem. This is why, this is, this is where the solution comes in. All right, we're spending all this money on pandas and it's not working because they're trying to get these pandas to mate and make more pandas. There are about 3,000 pandas left in the world. And they keep doing this thing where they bring, they'll go out and find a, a boy panda and a girl panda. They'll bring them together. They'll play some Kenny G, a little bit of light jazz, give them some candlelit dinner. And they'll try to have them make more pandas. And they won't. Usually what happens is the female looks over at the male and is like, nope, nope, that's not my guy. That's not, that's not the one. I'm too good for him. I don't even know what his job is. I don't know what his history is, um, and she just won't won't have anything to do with him. And in some cases, he w- she will like him, and he'll get right up to her and be like, "Nope, nope, I think I can do better." Um, in the wild, apparently, a, a female panda will only mate with a male after he has basically killed himself and a whole bunch of other male pandas, fighting uh, very near to the death for the right to father her children. That's how arrogant they are, right? So if you just put them in a box together and they're like, listen, we're almost out of pandas. For crying out loud, make more pandas. We're spending so much money to give you guys this opportunity. Please make more pandas. And they just look at each other and they roll back on their back and they eat their their bamboo. I'm saying we don't need pandas anymore. Let's be done with the pandas. There are 3,000 left Let's eradicate them. I don't even want to just wait for them to die of natural causes. If you want to raise money, this is the, here's the solution. The solution to the coronavirus is money. We need more resources, 
right? The government just passed a $2 trillion stimulus bill. That's probably just the tip of the iceberg. Where's that money coming from? Nobody's working, so we're not paying taxes. Where's the money coming from? We got to find a way to use the panda problem to fix the COVID-19 problem. So what we're going to do is all all 3,000 of those pandas, we're just going to let them loose, right? Some of them right now live in the wild. Some are in zoos. Some are in these conservatories in China. We're going to take them all throughout the world and drop them in different places. We're going to put some in South America. We're going to put some in Greenland. We're going to put them all over the world. And then, and then we're going to sell permits for, I don't know, let's say $500,000. You got to pay $500,000 to get a permit to go hunt a panda. And if you want to shoot a baby panda, that's $750,000 just because you're a jerk. You, you want to shoot a baby anything. Come on, man. You can do better than that. So you, get, you buy a permit. You go shoot this panda in the head. You take it home and turn it into a stupid-looking rug that's half black and half white. And everybody's like, where'd you get that? And you're like, I shot the last panda on the planet. And then people think that's... Well, well never mind what they think about it. But... You're going to get the opportunity to hunt the pandas. We're going to take the $500 million a year that we've been spending trying to save these little terrorists. And we're going to push that with the five hundred grand per panda hunting permits. And we're going to put all that money into developing a vaccine for this pandemic that we're in. And if you want, yeah, if you're a forward-looking person, we'll also try to focus a little bit on what's coming down the road, we'll stockpile resources, whatever social solutions you think need to happen to make sure this corona thing doesn't happen again, it's going to cost a lot of money. The only way, the only viable option that I have heard for how to pay for that is to annihilate the pandas who are just draining our resources and I think making us dumber. If you go to a zoo and you look at that half marshmallow, half black bear, and it's just laying on its back, and you got to act like you enjoyed it because you just paid extra money to get in there to see that dumb little thing, I think it kills your brain cells. I mean, it's not, it's definitely not making you smart. You go look at a giraffe, a giraffe is majestic, right? You start at the shoulders, you move up the neck. By the time you get to the neck, you're like, oh, I forgot that they had those little horn things on top. Now you're looking up, you're looking at the sky, you're aiming higher, right? You see an elephant, you've never seen anything that big before. You're like, wow, if that elephant has accomplished getting that big just by eating peanuts, think of what I could accomplish if I eat peanuts. Like, there, there are other animals that inspire. You look at a panda, and it just looks weird, and you know it's from China, and you can't see one out in the backyard. So that's the only reason it's cool. Look, we have enough pictures and videos of pandas we don't actually need the pandas anymore. Technology is good enough. In three years, they're going to be able to make a hologram zoo where you can go pet the pandas. You can have the pandas make you breakfast if you want in your hologram zoo. Um, they'll be wearing an apron, the little kiss the cook apron. They'll be wearing like bedtime slippers. It'd be adorable. Those pandas, I'm all in. Um, those pandas would probably procreate given the chance, right? I'm just like so many people, humans looking for a chance on Friday night to to get an opportunity with some Kenny G plan and a candlelit dinner to get a little bit of you-know-what going on. And these pandas, they have it handed to them literally on a silver platter, and they won't do it. Literally, right? Um, 
So there it is. There's a solution. All of it has to do with money. We kill the pandas. We take the money. We throw it at COVID-19. Pretty soon we're all back to work. Grandma's doing fine. Timothy's back to work. Um, and everything works out for the best. So in the meantime, please don't don't uh, do anything on Twitter right now because Timothy is AWOL. I can't reach him on Twitter or anywhere else. Um, if you do hear this audio, it's because I know that I have an email somewhere with the password where I can actually upload this. But if you want to interact on Twitter, come find me at Dustin from class. And um, hopefully next time we tune in, I have number one, a guest producer or number two, Timothy back or, well, just those three, those two things. I love you all. Have a good whatever day it is. Bye.